Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... You know, baby. Fists of Fail. You know... You mean three ninjas knuckle up? Like a good primer, right? That's why I wanted to start off with the Three Ninjas movies because I had already seen the movies we're talking about today. And I think if I made you watch these first, if we went backwards to Three Ninjas, you would have been like, oh, fuck, fuck these movies. Who cares? Correct. Uh, it is and it isn't because they try to do things in it to make it childlike, maybe not childlike, to child-friendly it. Uh, so the movie we're talking about today is Young Dragons, Kung Fu Kids 2, and we'll talk a little bit about part one, uh, just, just so we can get that out of the way. And then, and there's five and six. There's six of these movies. Yes, there's a lot of these movies. <laughs> no, there's six. Or five. It's child abuse and child labor, the movie. <laughs> that that opening is the three kung fu kids just, man, just getting their asses beat by this grandpa who teaches them martial arts and also puts them to manual labor in his on his farm. Oh, it's rough. It's rough watching it at first. <laughs> He's starving them. And... And he's, 
quote unquote teaching them lessons, but he's also, you know, like playing mind games with them as well. <laughs> yes, yes. Right, right, right. Yeah, so that's why I kind of wanted you to see Three Ninjas first. I mean, because of also the, you know, more toned down action. And then see this and realize like, oh, the the opening of uh, uh, Young Dragons Kung Fu Kids 1 is kind of, it feels like the prototype for the Three Ninjas because you have the three young brothers, you have the older, the middle, and then you have the youngest who is a fatty and his personality is food. Like, that's it. And in Three Ninjas, thankfully, they clearly characterize those three those three boys. So Rocky, the older one, he's the leader. He's more confident. Uh, Colt is a middle child. Uh, he's rambunctious and he's wild. And then sometimes the youngest, so he's the cutest and he's the one that eats the most. So at least you can tell them apart. Unfortunately in the kung fu kids movies the two older siblings they have no personalities you you could not tell them apart Yeah, they, they never gave him anything to work with, really. Oh, there's moments where you see, like, the static lines coming down. Somebody's trying to adjust the tracking on their VCR. They have the same haircuts. Yeah, it's one's taller than the other. That's it. That's the only way to tell. But then they put them all in the same outfit. So, it, it, yeah, like in the first movie, I think the only way to tell them apart is at one point, I think the eldest brother gets like his shirt ripped in the front. And that is the only way. But at that point, I didn't even know his name. So I was just like, okay, that's that's the oldest one. No, of course not. <laughs> I told, I remember telling you like the first 30 minutes of this movie, it's God awful. Just, just sit through it. Just wait because when it picks up, oh boy, does it really pick up. <laughs> Not borderline, he straight up is abusive, yeah. 
Oh yeah, let's do that. Location. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, so when you're watching it, you're like, oh, okay, I know what kind of movie this is. I know where we are. And then you realize, oh, no, this is not this is not where we are. <laughs> it's okay. I, I will say with the first movie, I think some of the fight choreography, like the literal hand to hand um, exchanges that the kids have between themselves and then the bad guys they fight. I think sometimes that's better. But what happens is in the second movie, there is so much fucking destruction, so much stuntman pain that you're not even paying attention to some the moves sometimes. Like stuntmen are flying through so much glass. People are flipping all over the place. People are getting thrown over balconies. Holy crap. I, I I watched the first one. I was like, oh, that was cute. You know, like I didn't think I thought it was just OK. And then I was like, all right, let, let me watch the second one. And oh, boy, I was like, yes, this is the one we got to talk about. This is the one we need to speak about. This is uh this is eighty six police stories eighty five yep one year after. Oh, and so just 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 to close the loop now with three ninjas, um, the action coordinator for. It's weird because the action coordinator for all of the Kung Fu Kids movies, except for this one, is uh, Wang Chang Lin, as credited in IMDb anyway. IMDb could be totally wrong. But anyway, so he's he did all the action for uh, the Kung Fu Kids movies, and then he did the martial arts choreography for Three Ninjas Knuckle Up, the one that we like. So that's... That's the connection I wanted to make. I wasn't sure if you if you looked into that. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, so in this movie, uh, in in English, in the opening title sequence, the martial arts director is credited as Wang Yue, and I can't find him anywhere online so i don't know if this is the same guy maybe 
the spelling is just different but yeah he's just not credited on on imdb but it's the same person who did all six movies so maybe it's safe to say it's the same person I'm trying to think. There are incompetent adults. Incompetent adults do fight. I would say the uh, the grandfather and the grandmother fight each other in, in like this very petty bickering scene, which is kind of cute, but ultimately uh, you could ignore it. Uh, I would say the the most incompetent adult in the second movie would be when they fight the big black muscular wrestler, right? He's not incompetent, but he is because he's meant to be the Goliath character. He's huge versus these three little tiny children. So I think they don't want to make him too clever of a fighter because then he's just going to whip all their asses, right? <laughs> in America <laughs> well well if you know who Dick Way is and you and you know of his history with how he fights against you know, his other fellow martial art artists, actors and actresses. Uh, I don't think he pulls punches. Uh, I think he really kicks you and he really hurts you. I'm wondering if he pulled his kicks for these kids. It's, it's I was going to say, like, I'm pretty positive he he did and he did it. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man, yeah, my my brain started like the neurons started firing. I was like, "Oh my god, he better beat the shit out of those kids." Right, right. Yeah, you you can't have that that actor specifically really go to town on children. That would be a travesty.
Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so uh, one thing I mentioned uh, in the Three Ninjas episode, but I think I mentioned this in the Patreon part, so I can elaborate here. Um, one thing I noticed while watching the four Three Ninjas movies and then even these movies is there is definitely choreography for children. And when I say that, I mean it's... It's you have a henchman and what ends up happening is like he'll throw a very simple punch or kick. The child will block it and then that'll open up the opportunity for the child actor to then go to town on, you know, uh, his adversary. So uh, he'll he'll block it and then he'll do multiple combinations or whatever and like push the guy away or kick the guy away. And if you think about it, though, realistically, you don't just throw one hit and then just leave your arm out there or leave your leg out there and never follow up on it. My theory is that this is quote unquote children's choreography is because they want it to be maybe easier for a child or uh, somebody who is less experienced with choreography to seem like they know what they're doing and maybe seem like they have an advantage or they're actually good. Um, because if you then complicate the choreography by having the opponent follow up with moves, then that requires the child, quote-unquote child, to learn different combinations and, and understand it back and forth. So when I was watching Three Ninjas, at least the first one, it's like it felt like that's what they were doing. And if you look at movies where people are not good with choreography, I think that's what happens a lot. Like you have, a, you have somebody, they throw a punch or a kick, they leave the leg or they leave the arm out there, sitting out there. And then you see the you see the hero follow up with a flurry of punches. And the other opponent never thinks about, well, maybe I should use my other hand. Maybe I should do a different move. And just uh, this long rant is basically saying that doesn't happen so much in this movie. But it does happen every now and then for like certain moves. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like I like the teamwork aspect of it. It's cool. It reminds me like kind of like Ninja Turtles or like Teen Titans or something like that where it's like, you know, stronger together. And it makes sense, too, because, you know, this one little kid can't realistically beat up an adult. So they ganging up makes sense for me. And I like I like that they were thinking about that.
Yeah, no, no one ever hesitates like, oh, they're children. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we shouldn't throw them through glass. Nah, nah. Ah, so um, I'll, I'll, let me let me summarize the first movie a little bit. So the there are three three kung fu kids. Uh, they are three kids living on a farm with their grandfather. They are learning martial arts, and then one day they oh shit, we didn't want to ruin. Okay. Well, it picks up immediately after the first this first movie. Okay. Okay, sure. So, right, right. Okay, so let me say. Okay, so there are three kids living with their grandparents. The grandfather wants them to continue martial arts. The grandmother doesn't. The grandmother wins, and ultimately she sends them to school. What ends up happening is, um. I don't know, bank robbers, bad guys or whatever, end up going to that school from a police chase. They hold a teacher, teacher hostage and the kids save the day. And now they're in the spotlight. And from grandpa gets jealous. Like, why am I not? Why are you? Why are you not uh, praising me for teaching you? Well, anyway, and then it, it kind of tangents to Grandfather meets up with an old friend who runs a bar slash uh, fighting ring. And he gets coerced into fighting one of their undefeatable fighters because he shows he has martial arts prowess. And from there, you know, like the kids get involved, obviously, because uh, the grandfather gets beaten because he gets tricked, you know. It is kind of all over the place. Well, so the kids, the kids want revenge for how the grandfather was deceived. And so they go forward. Yeah. Well, it's, it's mostly uh, Taiwanese stuntmen getting launched literally across the room. Oh, my God. So crazy. Not just glass. <laughs> and uh, some of the kids take some falls too. Uh, oh my god, there is a... Uh... Yeah, this movie would not be allowed to be made today. 
not not so not whatsoever parents would be called you cannot throw a child through a glass table that is a, a big big no-no but it looks fucking awesome kid takes it like a champ uh one of them did the the oldest child Yeah, Chen Kuo Yan. Yeah, he's still in movies. Up to 2020, apparently. So, um, yeah. I told you, there's six of them, yeah. I'd be curious to, to watching uh, some other ones, yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Uh, so that, that's uh, that Three Ninjas Knuckle Up? Knuckle Up. Yeah, that's Three Ninjas hey. Knuckle Up. Um, <laughs> well, okay, since it'd be very unfair to say like, oh, well, if you are if you want to watch children's movies, then, you know, like, of course, uh, you know, like, but as a standalone movie, that you know, without that context, it's not worth watching. Obviously, that's going to be a weird criteria, a weird way to contextualize these movies. But um, I don't know. It, 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 this is it's a weird because since we are doing this theme, we are you know like covering children's movies. Uh, for a children's movie, uh, I'd say that the action surprisingly good. You know, uh, it's it's impressive at yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. So that um, so that's kind of yeah. how I wanted to try and review these. Like, what do you think mm-hmm. of it as an action movie? With the caveat understanding that. You know, it's it's for children. And then, mm-hmm. what do you think of it as a children's movie? Hmm. Well, as a children's movie, I don't watch children's movies like, normally. Okay, okay. So, uh, unless let, let, maybe let me rephrase that. Like, do you think you could show this to kids? Do you, like, do you think they would like it? Do you think this would get kids interested in martial arts? Oh, that's a... Well, I mean, I'm, I can tell you my opinion, which is maybe, but... If we're talking about historically, I mean, we know that the first movie actually is responsible for a bunch of karate, like, uh, uh, studios or dojos actually getting, like, thanking the movie for, you know, like, what it contributed to, you know, like, the the popularity of karate Mm -hmm. a lot. That first movie is actually a big hit. Uh, The movie was actually a financial success. Uh, The sequels were all bombs. Like, every one of them did not do well. But uh, I don't know. For this movie, I don't know what contributed to the financial failure of it. Um, 
Maybe it's the fact that it was a sequel. Maybe it's the fact that it was at least three years, four years after the fact. I don't know. Um, so I think the first one's a little bit more like digestible. Yeah, sure. I was gonna say like the, even the first that, movie mm-hmm. is like it's a breeze to sit through. It's so easy, even yeah. as a children's mm-hmm. movie. You, you know, it, it's it's not it's not boring. It's just like okay, this is for kids, but I can still sit through it and watch mm-hmm. it. Uh, I right, saw right. the first movie in theaters as a kid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that was that was a perfect demographic for it. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking that this is too kiddie for me, but I mm-hmm. like that they mm-hmm. were doing martial arts. And I, w- I think I was already in martial arts or invested in martial arts at the time. Uh, so I, mm-hmm. I think that's why sure. I wanted to see it. I saw it and I thought it skewed a little too young. But I didn't think mm-hmm. I didn't think it was horrible. I thought I thought it was like, oh, okay, this is maybe for like somebody younger than me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like I guess as a kid, like as fitting the criteria of like if it's a good children's movie, it, it it works. You know, for for children. I mean, we're we're not children, but whatever. Uh, I think it's maybe not so much for children as like the the first movie is. I think the first movie still like as a in terms of like being able to digest the film, um, I think the first movie still succeeds. But in terms of action, I still I think this movie's clearly the winner here. Like I, I don't think it's it's even yeah, comes. We're close. talking about three the ninjas movie, knuckle up the third movie. Yes, knuckle up. Ver- sorry, knuckle up versus the first movie. Uh, not kickback. Not high noon at Mega Mountain. I don't think. Well, I didn't see the last one, but I don't think uh, kickback has good action. Period. Um, so yeah, uh, but like as a personal recommendation, um, (laughs) maybe just watch the action. I I think the movie itself is actually like, I mean, unless you have a kid around and you want to, you want to show them, like maybe get them interested in, like you said, maybe you can, you can like stoke those flames and get them into it. But, um, yeah, like if that's a, if that's a case, I think that kids in general wouldn't be so interested in martial arts choreography so they probably be more in you know interested in the first movie but from a martial arts standpoint yeah this it's clearly knuckle up's clearly the, the superior film yep yeah uh <coughs> <coughs> excuse me <laughs> well don't yeah. die there <laughs> um i mean yeah it's it's weird um I, I think you could watch the third movie you just have to go into the mindset mm-hmm. that okay yeah this is made for kids and then be surprised mm-hmm. that these kids are kicking ass it it yes. is just incredible what they're able to do obviously you kind of have to temper your expectations a little bit but mm-hmm. it is very clear that they are capable and I, I i wanted to talk about this as soon as i watched it i was like fuck no this is the one we had to talk about even though there yeah. is some decent choreography sprinkled throughout the other movies i think i think in terms of in in terms maybe like the first one might have some okay and then high noon might have a little mm-hmm. bit and the second one's the weakest in my opinion but yeah mm-hmm. the kids are capable uh and i think if you are just like a normal martial arts fan i say give the give the movie a chance yes the story is very straightforward it's it's a little more kid friendly but the action is mm-hmm. surprising considering their age uh but mm-hmm. i think it's so impressive what they can do yeah yeah, I mean that—that's basically not debatable. I think that you know this 
the action and, and the fact that like it's is so impressive that it's the actual kids doing the stunts uh, and the the fight no not stunts but the fight choreography in this movie and it's the fight choreography is accelerated from the first movie uh, definitely adds to the enjoyability factor uh, but I don't know it, not, nothing's gonna beat the the cheese that is uh, the the first movie where Grandpa is just doing a bunch of flips. <laughs> like nothing, nothing's gonna top that. Well, at least just, nobody uh, in this movie got fed laxatives, and then they're all just pooping in the bathroom, and then getting their ass kicked by the kids later. Oh my god, that that did happen! Oh my, how did I forget <laughs> how could you forget that? a good laxative joke? Those are the best. Oh god, yeah. I, I was actually expecting him to just sh- that. No one knows what the hell we're talking about. That just go watch the first movie if you're you're very interested. <laughs> 